The following is a Podcast One Minnesota production. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, you betcha, yeah. If it's made in Minnesota, who's making it and how? Yeah, you got that right. It's the makers of Minnesota, focusing on the products and services uniquely made in Minnesota, and conversations with the makers, entrepreneurs, and innovators in Minnesota about how they conceived of their products and how they brought them to market. With Stephanie Hansen, it's the makers of Minnesota. Hi, this is Stephanie Hansen. We're here for the Makers of Minnesota podcast. Believe it or not, we are podcasting episode 22. And I'm really excited about my guest today. Her name is Laura Waldman. And I ran into her at an event called Rummage that was a new event in the Twin Cities this year. And she is from a company called Minnie and Paul. Hi, Laura. Welcome. Hi there. Okay, Thanks for so, having me. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So we ran into each other at Rummage which was a shopping event that they had at the fairgrounds. And I had heard about your product from, I think, Allie Kaplan from Allie Shops. And why don't you explain Minnie and Paul in the way that you have conceived of it? Sure, sure. Um, So Minnie and Paul, we are a local gifting company. Um, Every box that we create, it's a wooden box from a local partner, Wham Industries, includes exclusively Minnesota makers in the box. So everything down to the packaging is from Minnesota makers, creators, innovators. Um, We include a card from a local illustrator, um, and we'll ship it out directly to your loved ones with a handwritten gift message. Shipping's always included. Um, Or we also do corporate orders or custom, uh, anything 10 or more. So when I went into you, I think the thing that stood out to me the most was the box itself was very beautiful. It was kind of light wood. It had a panel that slid onto the top that you could have um, an inscription or in your case, Mm -hmm. you have your own inscription. But so that makes, I think, what you're doing unique. Mm -hmm. Tell me about how you conceived of Minnie and Paul and sort of what your genesis for starting the company was. Sure. Sure. Yeah, I can tell you a little bit about the box too itself. It is a unique box. (laughs) It's a birch wood. Um, We customized and created it together, it was really fun. I basically went to Andrew and Hannah, the founders Mm -hmm. at Wham, and said, you know, I'm sick of getting these really beautiful boxes in the mail uh, if I do birch box or glossy box. Um, And I get it there, and it's really high-end and expensive, and I don't want to throw it away, but it says birch box on it, um, or it says the company's logo front and center. Um, I want something that's high end and nice, but I want to be able to actually use it. Yep. Um, so that slide top is really intentional where you can actually flip it over and hide the logo. And then, you know, you've got a nice keepsake wooden box as well. And I don't know if you know this, but I'm a foodie. So mm. you can make or buy boxes like that for pies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I actually like, just, just saw one of those. Thanksgiving, yeah. you know, <laughs> I was like, oh, it's you just put it in the wooden box. Mm-hmm. All right. So... Tell me how you like you're laying in bed one day and you're like, hey, man, I got to start a company. How did you get the idea that you wanted to curate products? Yeah, um, it was actually it was started walking on a beach. So it was a very kind of a, a moment, <laughs> definitely. Um, but it's not the first business I've ever conceived or definitely not the first idea and business plan. How um, old are you, if you don't mind my asking? You're such a young woman. I have 27. Okay. So um, you, did you come from a family of entrepreneurs? Yeah. My dad is an entrepreneur. Um, he's a chemical engineer. We have very different brains, but have that, that bug was kind of always in me. Yeah. Um, my senior year of college, 
I did a full-fledged business plan on a whoopie pie business, and I was sure that was it. That yep. was it for me. Um, Waldo's whoopie pies. Um, <laughs> I still think about it. You know, it it has a ring to it. Um, but yeah, I continued to kind of play around with ideas, just follow my curiosity. Um, I graduated with a degree in journalism from Madison. Um, go Badgers. And I, it just was kind of always there. Even if I had a full-time job, I was always playing with some kind of idea. Um, this idea in particular, um, I had been exposed to a ton of really exciting makers in Minnesota, mm -hmm. um, just producing some really high quality stuff that, you know, I've, you know, born and raised here and I didn't know about all these products. So how um, did you, how were you exposed? Did you see them um, at fairs? Yeah, or? I was managing uh, Kitten Ace, which is a store over in the North Loop. Yep. Um, and a big part of their business was really trying to get the local community together for unique events. Like we did an illustrator pop-up show or we would do supper clubs with a local chef. Um, so part of my job was just, hey, get a coffee with someone doing something different. Um, have them try out a shirt and get feedback. Okay. So it was a pretty awesome job for a few months there. And um, that was before we opened the actual shop. And then um, it became a bit more retail management. But throughout that process, I started to realize that it's not as easy to find all these products and they're right in our backyard. So I wanted to just put it all together in one place um, and do it through gifting um, and be able to kind of share with your loved ones some unique finds and the right. gems that you get at the farmer's market. And I think what was unique to me about your boxes is when you hear of people doing like a Minnesota box, you know, there's always the wild rice, mm -hmm. there's maybe some maple syrup. You really do some non-traditional types of boxes and you theme them. Mm -hmm. So give me a couple of themes that you're working on for holiday and what people could expect to find in the boxes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I love that you bring that up because that was also very intentional. Um, when I started the business, I wanted the box itself to feel like just a very high quality box, uh -huh. with beautiful products, um, very well crafted. And then they happen to all be from Minnesota. Um, so that was entirely uh, part of the plan from the beginning. I love the idea of the wild rice and the maple syrup, but I just wanted, again, to do something a little different. Um, what's coming up, uh, we have three holiday boxes right now. Um, we have a beautiful tea box, um, and in the tea box we have a, a hand-painted, hand-thrown mug from Luisa Podlick of Shop Amano. Um, that product is one of a kind. I mean, mm -hmm. each one is beautiful. There's tea in it, a bamboo steeper, um, a candle, a balsam and cedar candle from a loom. Um, else is in that box? Caramels from Annie B's. Mm -hmm. um, and then we have a smaller holiday host box, which is a candle, caramels, and a little soap. Yep. Um, and that comes in our mini size, which has been really fun and popular as well. So your mini size, is that the $48 box? Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's yes. perfect for like a hostess gift or... If you're doing a gift exchange and you're under $50. Mm -hmm, exactly. I wanted to hit that price point. And that includes shipping. Um, and we did just start trying out a new build your own mini. Um, it's not online yet. It's just in person. Um, so we'll, we've done that at this past Small Business Saturday over at Golden Rule and Excelsior. And we'll be doing it every first Thursday. Uh, so you build your own. It's kind of like a fun little build a build a bear almost yeah, so for you adults. go with you know this category this category mm -hmm. that category and then you can get one in each of the categories exactly. or something like that yep that's, that's a, a flat flat idea. rate thank you yeah it's been um 
Well received so far. So this next one we've got is coming up um, Thursday for uh, first Thursday at the Northrop King building in our studio. So you'll move around. Is that where you're officing out of? I am. Yes. Up until I was in my duplex for a while. um, And then in October, I moved into um, the Northrop King building with a shared studio with a few other female entrepreneurs. All right. So let's talk about that. So you decide I'm going to curate products. I'm going to make them all from Minnesota. So has it been hard to find the stuff that you wanted to put in the box or do you see the product and then you think, oh, this would be good in a box? Which comes first? Great question. Um, It's a mix. There's a few products that I really wish I could get in the box and I just struggle to find it from Minnesota. Yep. For example, socks. Um, Men's unique socks. Yeah. Yeah. That is one if anybody out there would like to make one. Um, But wool socks, of course, from Minnesota. We got plenty of those. But the kind of the funky um, sort of suit dress sock um, is missing. Um, But (laughs) otherwise, I I do typically come across a beautiful, unique product and think, okay, this will be great in the new mom box we have coming up or this would be great for a Valentine's box. So um, and then I kind of keep that all in a spreadsheet um, and keep in touch with those makers to make sure that we keep the relationship going until it's the right time for the box. Okay. So let me ask about that. So mm-hmm. you decide you're going to put um, John's candle in the box mm-hmm. and John's candle retails when he sells it for $15. Mm-hmm. Do you go to the maker and say, Hey, I'll guarantee I buy X amount of these. If you'll give me a special price. Sort of. Okay. I, I just wholesale the product. Um, so I have, um, and the nice thing is, I what I can say to the makers is, hey, I'm not going to buy it, put it in my store and hope that it sells. Yep. I'm going to buy it from you and I'm going to send it out in 30 boxes this month or this, you know, to this corporate client so they can think, all right, well, it's immediately going out to people looking and excited about local products. So, yep. um, and we also do include a little insert in the box that talks about each maker. It kind of a inside look, something that maybe they couldn't just go Google and find out, but since I've been, you know, meeting with them, talking with them, learning about the products, and I typically go to all of their spaces and kind of watch the process, um, it's a fun way to connect with the product. You know, as you're reading it, um, as the person who received the gift, it also includes, you know, where you can find them online. So it's a it's a bit of a marketing tool as well for the maker. Um, but right now, yeah, it's just that I'm, I'm wholesaling. Um, and the one thing I run into a little bit is handmade products, you know. Yep what that wholesale price is. So I work with the vendors one-on-one kind of to work out what for them uh, works out. And then also, of course, for me too. And you Um, must come across stuff that you love, but just for price point reasons, you can't put it in the box. Absolutely. Um, And I still keep, you know, that big spreadsheet of all those products um, because sometimes there is that client that says, I want to make a $400 box. And, um, you know, for realtors, for example, who have, you know, beautiful home that they've closed on, they, they need to give a really fantastic Um, box. So it's the products. There are some that at this point wouldn't work in the current, you know, usually everything's under a hundred dollars in our boxes right now. Um, But there, there's always possibilities for the future for that kind of really fun deluxe experience. I am talking with Laura Waldman and she's from a company called Minnie and Paul. Minnie and Paul is a super cute name for your company. How did you come up with that? Well, um, that's, I get a lot of compliments on the name. It's amazing. Thank you. It's so simple. (laughs) Thank you. Um, and I love that some people will say, are you Minnie? And I'll say, no. I mean, it's kind of, you get it, Minneapolis, St. Paul. And then it's that light bulb. Oh, um, actually, I can't take the credit for it. My boyfriend thought of it. Um, we had, it was it was one thing I was really stuck on 
Um, and I'd been telling, I mean, every night I was thinking about, it, I was brainstorming, I had huge, you know, whiteboard of everything. Yep. And, uh, event, I was toying with local fix and it just didn't feel right. And, um, one day he came home and said, Hey, I got an idea. Minnie and Paul, what do you think? And I just immediately went to the computer Searched for it, made sure that it was available, bought the domain, and that was it. Yeah, it's such a great name. I just, I love it. And I think it really speaks to the Twin Cities. When you understand that's what it is, it really fits. And it's kind of homey. Yeah. And a little bit indie. (laughs) You know, I just, I really liked it. Um, Okay, so right now you're selling boxes online. You're doing pop-up shops. What percentage of your business is corporate gifts? And I would assume that you are like a sales machine out there trying to sell corporate <laughs> gifts. Would that be accurate? You know, surprisingly at this point so far, we've only been around since August. Okay. Um, so newer than um, we might appear. But um, I do have uh, one individual that's helping me with business development um, who is doing that cold calling. And we're going sure. into law firms and bringing a box and meeting and um, and really trying to get the product in front of the decision makers who do client gifts. Um but for the most part, it's kind of been through word of mouth or seeing something at um, an event. So a client that I have coming up for holiday gifts came to Rummage and took a card and got in touch and said, hey, I actually need to order 150 boxes. And OK, <laughs> sounds yeah, great. So, so far, it's been, um, yeah, quite a bit of word of mouth, finding out at the pop ups or submitting some um, some proposals online um, as wanting custom boxes. Um, but it is a good a good percentage, I would say, um, at this point, over 50%. Okay. So you are, you're working, you go and you buy these products, you find these products, you have to pay for them up front, I'm assuming, and then you're warehousing products. So as a new business that's getting started, is it, I don't know, butt clenching to buy <laughs> like 50 candles and just be like, oh, I don't know if these are going to sell or not? Because you must have a lot of money in inventory. Yeah, you are. It's so great that you, you, I mean, absolutely. You hit it exactly. Um, Inventory and cash flow are two huge pieces of this business and the biggest challenges. Um, When I do a corporate larger order, um, the nice thing is that I request, you know, a 50% deposit up front. So that way I can actually procure the product. And then upon delivery, you get the other 50%. So those orders actually don't really worry me too much because I know exactly what they want. I can go get it within two weeks, um, and then I get the product and I get the check and it's all all gravy. But you're absolutely right. When I invest in a new product, um, I typically am buying in small batches. I'm not buying a, a whole bunch at a time, um, and I'm testing to see how it goes. Um, a lot of customer feedback, finding out what people like, and then we're tweaking the boxes accordingly. Um, we might run out of one product within a box, and then we realize, all right, well, let's tweak this a little bit. That one was doing so well. What what products weren't, you know, what what were people kind of looking over and maybe not super excited about? What was can we swap in? Was there something that you thought would be like, wow, this will be great, and then it just didn't sell? You're let's pretty see. new at this, but yeah, I would assume you're yeah. going to have a few clinks. I would say I can think of one on the flip side where one that I wasn't sure how I would do and sure. just totally Tell sold. Tell me about that. Um we did a fun collaboration with Ashley Mary. She's a, an artist here in town and designer. I mean, she really does everything. Uh, illustrator. She, um, we created a coin purse, um, and then we had a company called Al's Tailoring um, go ahead and actually produce it here. Um, so that was a really fun project. It was a lot of work, and I was very nervous about it, um, thinking, are people going to like this? I'm not totally sure. 
Um, we put it in two boxes, um, in our bridesmaid box and in our mini. Um, but it was also a total last-minute ad to put it in the mini. At, at that point, I didn't even know if we were going to do a mini box. And I just thought, okay, let's put a candle. Um, let's put that wallet and let's put a couple of Annie B's. That box sold out first. And then the bridesmaid box, um, we have one left right now, um, which, but we, yeah, we sold out through that one as well. And I so, think it had to do with the, the wallet. Okay. So that's fascinating. So now you've not only you're curating products and you're meeting makers, but you've just opened the door to this idea that you maybe can make products yourself. Absolutely. That you're yeah. going to partner with. That's really cool. It's is that fun. a love of yours? Do you, did that excite you, or is it just like, oh my god, that's so much work. I'm never doing that again. Uh, it's oh, you're you're cracking me up right now because <laughs> um, <laughs> the second, <laughs> you know, yep. we I made these tea towels is a great example. Um, my first, you know, attempt at making and and getting in the mind of the maker, sure. and it was it was lofty. You know, it was a dip dyed tea towels in our home box. And that was also a hit, which I didn't exactly expect. Um, we ran out of the tea towels. I could not make any more physically. I was just like, no way am I making any more of these tea towels. Um, and I learned very quickly that this is not something that I excel at. I can do it. It just doesn't bring me joy Yeah, <laughs> when I'm doing it. It's not, um, I also, you know, I was trying to do it from my house and not with the right equipment and, um, such small tightly, you know, two at a time. And, so um, that was a product right right away that I knew, well, making might not be my forte. I'm going to stick to curating. Um, but, you know, collaborations like the wallet was great because yeah. I wasn't physically making. Um, I was overseeing it. And, you know, we were picking out the lining together and, you know, finding the right zippers. And that was all a very exciting, fun process. Um, probably a bit too much work for if I want to grow the way we do. But sure. um, I do think... Um, finding someone like Ashley, for example, to kind of take that over next time we do it. Yeah, and you have an mm -hmm. idea and you say, hey, I've got this idea. I think I can sell X amount of these, but you're going to have to make them. Let's concept it yep. and tell me exactly. when you're done. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that is exactly how we're doing it going forward. <laughs> so some financial questions here. Are you bootstrapping your whole business on credit cards? Um. Yeah. You know, I started this actually with the money I made for my last business. Um, tell me about so that. I started this, uh, it's about two and a half years ago, a small business where I source yoga instructors to locations for private classes. Um, that business is called Yogaloo. It's still online. You could go search it and uh, book a class. Do a, We did some, you know, bridal classes, yep. baby showers, corporate. Um, but it was not going to be my, my ticket. You know, it was, it was a big learning. And um, I always had a full-time job while doing that on the side. Yeah. So um, being that I had the full-time job, making that extra money on the side was great. Um, so for that business, I took what I had made from that and fully invested all of that into Minnie and Paul. Um, I got a business line of credit. Um, and That's impressive right there. Yeah, there we go. That's hard to get. <laughs> it Actually, yeah, it helped to have shown that I can make my payments for my other business. So, sure. Um, so after that, I just really got lucky that we landed a corporate client right at the beginning um, when we were still in beta mode. Like, and when I say beta, really, it was just we made a gift box for friends and family um, for our uh, Father's Day box. Yep. It was our very first one. Just emailed friends and family and said, hey, I'm making this company. I don't know if you guys are interested, but you know, dads are hard to shop for. So this box is $78, sure right? You know, I figured this would be the one to see. I mean, um, so... 
and we did really well. People bought the box. People liked it. Um, and one of my friend's moms brought it into her business. And right like that, you know, they were looking for gifts for a conference and it just kind of stars aligned. And um, and then we had our first big deal and it allowed me to pay off everything really that that I needed to start the business. That's excellent. So, yeah. And what cost you more money than you thought it would? Probably product. I mean, just because of the way in which I'm trying to grow it. I'm have too many ideas. So I want to introduce too many boxes at once. You know, originally I thought, okay, I'm going to do uh, two boxes. That's how we're going to start. Let's yep. start with two. We started with four. <laughs> then I said, we're going to, you know, release one every quarter. And I think we've released three already. Oh, well, maybe actually six more. Yeah. I, so, there were quite a bit on your website, there's actually. There's a lot. So, um, you know, my own ambitions and curiosity are probably getting the best of me in that where I'm taking on more product than I had anticipated. Um, but that's that this balancing act of, okay, well, now I'm sold out of this one. I got to get more and I don't want to buy too much. Just like you said at the beginning, that, that challenge is something that um, it's a continual, you know, balancing act. But I would say product, um, just because of the volume. Um, yeah, I've been really lucky with this shared space that I've found mm -hmm. at Northrop. It just, again, kind of opened up. Great people, month to month. So, um, yeah, I would say product is, is so far kind of that, that biggest expense. One of the things that kind of surprised me when I was looking at your website was you don't seem like you have a lot of depth in food mm -hmm. product. And is that intentional, too? Because... It would seem like boxes, I mean, there's a lot of curated boxes that are food boxes. Are you trying to do something different and not go in that world, or have you just not introduced that yet? It has a lot to do with shelf life for me, um, to have it on and, and making sure that it's the freshest it can be. Um, there's a few products like jam and jelly and sure. um, tea. some tea. Yep, we do have tea. Um, coffee is one that we're working on actually for an office box, so like a you know, nice thing, a coffee, a mug, um, a notepad and a couple of pens for, you know, your first day on yep. a big job. But um, it does, it's mainly shelf life. And I do have a lot of corporate clients that want all food. So I do work with a lot of food makers in the, in, in the city here, but yeah, it, it's not exactly intentional, more just um, that chocolate and, and, in, you know, we started too in the summertime, chocolate melts. So we it's it's a learning so far to figure out what products um, will work best in the food world. Yeah, I can I can see how that would work. Um, what when you look around in the world, do you see competitors? Do you feel vulnerable to competition? You know, the, the idea of the things going in a box and shipping them out, you know, it's not nothing unique there. That's not um, science, right? it's, <laughs> a lot of people are doing it. Um, the subscription boxes, they're really popular. Um, Very. Yeah, that is. Um, so we don't have a subscription service at this time. Um, but absolutely, I think the competition, though, I, I definitely believe in the attitude of abundance. So mm -hmm. when there's more, I, I think it's almost good that, you know, there's there's more need in the market and there's more want from the consumer. Um, there's a few great companies doing um this very similar concept, but without that local angle. Mm -hmm. um, there's one in, uh, let's see, in Nashville called Batch that is that local. Everything in the box is, you know, locally produced. It's a lot more food products, actually. Is um, that how you got the idea? Or did you just come up with it? Or did you see curated boxes and think, oh, that would be super fun? 
Um, actually, the idea came from, I used to do Stella and Dot also as a little side sure. project. Um, so back at the beach, back when I thought of the idea, walking around thinking, all right, I'm drained. I, I just need something new right now. And um, I thought about all the people that were coming into Kittenace and what they would be interested in. Um, maybe not a Stella and Dot party, but would they maybe be interested if I could put all local products in an, in a way that felt like a Stella and Dot party? Yeah. Um, so originally the idea was uh, let's do these intimate parties and build your own box. So that was the whole thing at the beginning. Um, and that kind of I shifted away from that. I knew I wanted to go back to build your own um, and get that on the website and get that you know, in pop-ups, but um, originally it was, let's do little parties and get, you know, really cool products there that not everybody can can find unless you're finding the gems at the farmer's markets um, or paying, you know, for shipping on Etsy. So yep. um, just get it all in one spot and build your own. So that's where it all started. And then, of course, when I thought of that, I went online immediately and was like local boxes and found all the stuff that already is out there. Um, but I was surprised to find that at the time there wasn't anything in Minnesota. What's interesting, I think, too, and people underestimate, is the curated eye. So you have a unique talent to find these products and to put them together in a way that's very pleasing. Um, when you see a curated box from a foodie, for instance, I know Andrew Zimmern uh, partners with someone on a box. You know, you're buying what you think Andrew Zimmern would like, mm -hmm. and therefore you like his aesthetic, you, there's really so many places you can take this and so many ways to go. It's so cool just to hear you talk about the evolution of how you are going to grow this business. And, you know, you could do home parties. You haven't, but you could. Mm -hmm. You've really thought about a lot of these different opportunities. When you talk about how you want to grow, do you want to double, triple? I mean, what's your what's your end game? Great question. Um, I've thought about growth in a few different ways. Um, I do think that, you know, Mini and Paul, as a name, it does, a, you know, for someone from Minnesota might think, oh, yeah, well, that's from Minnesota. It's mm -hmm. Minneapolis-St. Paul. Um, but in another state, it doesn't exactly mean Minneapolis-St. Paul. Um, and it could be part of, like you said, the genesis of the idea. It started here. Um, so I've thought about growth in adding additional cities. Mm -hmm. um, and I've thought about growth really just in that corporate field as well. So um, if we can continue to double the amount of clients we get um, per season, obviously holiday is a little bit crazy already. Mm -hmm. But um, if I can continue to land those big clients um, and continue to impress them with the boxes we create and go above and beyond and, and just Keep them as repeat customers and find new ones. Um, there's a lot of really great businesses here in Minnesota. So yeah, and just you <laughs> talked about the real estate market. Mm -hmm. I just moved actually today, and there is a market for people buying gifts for people when they've closed on a home. And you know, a lot of people buy through the um, Starbucks gift cards. You know, it's kind of impersonal. Mm -hmm. I just I love the idea. Um, of somebody getting a box and, you know, these real estate agents, if you've sold a home that's over, you know, let's say over $500,000, you can afford a $50 box <laughs> for the client. And it's those little things that really make you stand out in the marketplace in any business. Um, we had a local printing company before I started doing this podcast, and I was just always surprised how cheap people were about the dumbest stuff. It was like, if you buy a note card for someone that you've personalized, like that's mm -hmm. really unique, something that's just different and speaks to them. 
when you are working with your corporate clients, what would you like other corporate people listening to know? Like, don't be cheap. <laughs> Think about what it, what it takes to keep and get a client. I mean, you work yeah. so hard to get that client. Why wouldn't you just do something a little extra special? Totally. I mean, you bring up a great point. Um, one, two, two answers here. First and foremost is that I understand that in a, in a corporate setting, kind of the client gifts, the referral gifts, it's on the back burner. It's yeah. the last thing they're worrying about because there's a million other things that are going on. Um, and, and as even one-on-one with friends, we want to create that beautiful gift and send it to them, but we're all really busy. So my goal was really to create something very easy. Um, I'm going to take care of everything for you. So you're going to even send me the CSV file. We're going to drop ship. You're not even going to yeah. have to do anything. Um, so the post office, all that, you know, I, it's just, I want to take that headache away. Yeah, That's the main point. And the second thing would be, um, a lot of companies want to put their logo on everything. They want to put it on, um, a lot of, uh, they got to put it on the box. They want to put it on the products inside the box. And, um, there's such a cool, subtle way to do it. Um, but the time of, you know, putting water bottles and pens and all that with the company's logo, um, people don't use those. They tend to throw them away um, and to send something a little more unique, but something from the city and state that you're super proud to be doing business in. Um, that's that's what I want to get across uh, yeah. with Minnie and Paul. Yep. Um, when you are planning like, OK, this is holiday. This actual podcast is going to come out on December 6th, so. <laughs> <laughs> People will be going to your website, uh, miniandpaul.com, and ordering these boxes. When you think about, like, is there, what's the next season that you'll be, is it Valentine's Day you'll be gearing up for? Yes. So we are going to be creating um, a couple of Valentine's Day boxes. Um, and then we'll have um, a new mom box. We'll have a box for the spring, probably called Hello Sunshine. Um, and then we're going to have also a, um, Working on the name, but an office type box, like I mentioned, um, for corporate, you know, if someone joins the team, you have someone move in from out of state um, and you want to welcome them with with a nice little gift at their desk on their first day of work. All right. I love this idea. <laughs> Laura, I'm really impressed by you. I love that you're getting out there and getting maker stories. I'll have to confer with you about your master list so I can find <laughs> more stories I just, I love the stories of entrepreneurs and people in the state of Minnesota doing cool things, and you definitely qualify in that regard. Minnie and Paul is the brand, and you can find them at miniampaul.com. And if you know any makers that you want to suggest to Laura, you can find her on her website, hello at miniampaul.com. Um, and if you have any corporate referrals that you would love to give Laura, I'm sure she would appreciate them. Absolutely. Thank right, you so much. This for was being fun. Here today. Yeah, I appreciate talking to you. Thanks. Stay tuned for 60-second AP News headlines.